Tonight in Arkansas, there's a mother tucking in her daughter and turning off the light. A business owner is burning the midnight oil. An at-home dinner date is plating up possibility. And it's all happening under one roof. How? The power of a conversation. Like the one John from Integrity Solutions had with First Horizon Bank about his vision for a sustainable mixed-use building. Now it's not just words, it's life. First Horizon Bank. Let's find a way. Go to firsthorizon.com slash John. First Horizon Bank, member FDIC. Straight up 12 o'clock on a Tuesday afternoon. Domino, Cellini, the fan, 680 and 93.7 FM. It's Fat Tuesday. Next platform question of the day. Who's your favorite large character? Now, John Popper was large. And he got small. I don't know if he's still small or if he's large again. Lead singer here from Blues Trap. I don't want to play down the hall, but I don't know. No, no, no. I don't want to play down the hall, but it's I, reviews he's talking about or his views. But, but or he's I, talking about his size, his political gets, views. I mean, that's no, no, again, no. that's down the hall. No, if he gets pulled over in a car, what he has in a car, down the hall. Yeah, he's got an arsenal in the car. Allegedly, <laughs> I don't want to get sued by uh, and John I'm sure Popper. He's, I'm sure he's still touring. He seems like the perfect guy to get on one of those, uh, how many people are on, hey, John Popper comes out for three songs. Mm-hmm. And then John Popper leaves and somebody else comes out and does three songs. Indeed. All right. I, I'm not interested in, in, in really much. But again, that's uh, the X-Platform question of the day. We'll go on campus momentarily. Domino, you say you have the question of the year. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. I just posted it. And I'm not telling you there's a right answer. If you were the Atlanta Hawks, would you draft Bronny to get LeBron James for two years? LeBron James has got an opt-out. Like, this isn't pipe dream. This isn't, can we please, 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 please get LeBron to sign here like five years ago, eight years ago, 12 years ago. The decision, whatever the hell that thing was called at that time. He wasn't coming here. He had another chance. He didn't come here. Had another chance. He didn't come here. Would you draft Bronny if you're believing anything about how this is going to go? I'm going to draft him, and I'll get LeBron who is gettable because he can opt out this year for two years. Now, I'll preface it with, I think he's going back home again because the Cavs are winning again, and I think he's going to do that. But if I'm the Hawks and I think I can pull this off, yes, I'm doing it. So you what want, do you have to lose at this point? You want LeBron James at 40-41 because here's the reason I'm asking. I'm hearing now the Lakers are a spot. San Antonio is a spot for Trey Young. It's not a trade with LeBron. He ain't involved. He's, if he opts out, he opts out. LeBron James for two years with DeJounte Murray, or you change your mind about Trey because you can go get LeBron James just by drafting Bronny. I'm telling you. What would you do? I'm doing it. If you're the Hawks, look at their record. Look at where they are right now. You've got nothing to lose. I don't want to make it a, oh, I need to sell seats. I, I, don't, I, I want to know, do you believe, not to sell seats, LeBron James here for two years could change whatever it is around here. Look, his flopping his hairline. I don't care about his any of shirtless that. workouts. He can still play, obviously. Yes. So even I will say, push it aside. It's not like when Shaq tried to play with LeBron in Cleveland and he had to wear his shorts up really, really high. Yeah. You've got to stop saying that. Well, because, he did. I know, but Shaq I is going to... The, the did this is you, there. You did this with Dusty Rhodes. This is what you did with Dusty Rhodes. You think you're skirting around the issue. No, I never said this. So well, Dusty and I thankfully patched things up. I think. No, no. No way. Well, we talked a little bit. No way. I, th- I thought we he were okay. He said you called him fat. And he I told never me did. that two more times. I, I, I th- never did. This is what you're doing with See, Shaq. What, what you're doing right now is, uh, is adding fuel to this rumor. 
That's what you're doing right now with me. And I don't appreciate that, Any, sir. Listen. And I need to put my foot down. It doesn't matter. You, you, you basically called the man fat, and he was mad about it. My thing is when you talk about Shaq pulling up his pants, you're basically calling him fat. Now, and you're when, calling him out of shape. When Dusty said I was 240 pounds of blue-eyed soul, I said, where on the moon? Then he had the right to be mad at me. Yeah. yeah. I thought he had the right two times. But again, it's not. So would you take LeBron, not as a sideshow? The gravity and all, you're lighter on the moon. <laughs> Hey, yeah, thank know. you. Do you know? Do you remember going to a museum on field day, day where they would put you on a scale and they would tell you this is what you weigh on the moon, this is what you weigh on Mars? There was like one planet. I'm not even sure what it was. I weighed 942 told, pounds. Mike Bell was working with us at the time. He told Mike Bell when he sees me, he's going to embarrass me. I don't know what that means. What does that mean? Well, he told me he was going to confront you. He did tell me that he was going to confront you. He did use the word. We, confront. we did have it a conversation. After. He passed away. May he rest in peace. I'm not getting the LeBron scores eight a game. Oh, look at this. It's the it's the farewell tour. I want him being fueled up, angry, never won a championship in the city here in Atlanta. They've never won he's a championship. He's going to bring a title to Atlanta like he brought a title to Cleveland. Can he still bring one more guy? And would you keep Trey Young? I'm keeping everybody. Do you go over the tax and do you do all? Yeah, the- I'm okay. keeping everybody. All right. We're all in, baby. Two, I get two years of LeBron, and all I have to do is uh, the commissioner walks up the yes. Yeah. Like I said, what do you With want? The seventh still, pick. You still yeah. want to be in the play-in tournament? What's, I mean, what's Bronny's not, real name? What's his real name? Uh, Is he LeBron Jr.? Yeah, I, I believe so. Yeah. He just. I'm just doing this. If I'm, can I be Adam Silver? Mm-hmm. With the seventh pick, the Atlanta Hawks pick Bronny. Sure. Why not? That's and then the LeBron comes here, and yeah, yeah you, you've got a chance to make some serious noise for two years. Like I said, unless you want to just remain a, a nine, ten, or eleven seed. Do you want? Trey, that's what you are right now. But him and Trey Young get along. If Trey Young can't get along. Then he's Kyrie Irving with LeBron. Okay. Do I get two years of better basketball? That's all I'm asking. Yes. I don't want sideshow. I don't want, oh, oh look, we, we're bigger on social media. Oh, look, we can now build the gulch up to the, I don't know, 700 feet in the sky because LeBron, I ain't caring about any of that stuff. Is he good enough at 40 for two years where all I have to do is say his kid's name on draft night? Yeah. Yes. And, yes, I would do that. I mean, I'm not even thinking twice about That's it. That's like fandom. So what if it doesn't work? Oh, what? You have this? What Is am this I, working right now? What am I, breaking up a championship caliber basketball team? That's the point. So I just put it up on Twitter, and I asked. I really want to know. Like, I'm not even kidding. This is not radio. This is not. I'm just thinking, why don't I keep hearing that? Anybody who says Bronny's name is going to get LeBron. Well, I can say Bronny's name. If I'm the Atlanta Hawks. Bronny, 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 Bronny. Like I said, I think he's going back home again. But if you're the Hawks and you think you can pull that off, then yes, by all means. And him coming here could also attract some ring chasers that you can finally build on. And sometimes but, but that I, but I want to be players ca- and everything be, for just be, a couple of years. I want to be careful. Listen, sometimes that works, but you look at what was okay. going on in Cleveland with Derrick Rose I guess and I Dwayne say Wade. No, How about the Lakers? It doesn't just always work. Chasers. How about the Lakers? Just good players, though. How about yeah. the Lakers years ago? Gary Payton and Carl Malone. Yeah. Sometimes it doesn't work. Dennis Rodman. I want it to be about basketball. But I understand I, what you're saying, Derek. Oh, it, listen, if LeBron James picks it up. I mean to scold you. No, but I think there are some guys who don't want to play with LeBron James. Well, for the James. longest time, we, why, don't, why don't free agents come to Atlanta? Then you'd finally have an attraction with and LeBron James, be, like, be, even for a short a, term. He'd be a free agent. Now, what, what if I go like this? Hey, we're going to take your kid. I'm going to need for you to take a smidge less. You did it in Miami. What do you go back to? I'm going to take a smidge less. He's a billionaire. I mean, I don't want to spend somebody else's money, but he's a billionaire. It's not going to hurt him. Yeah, it's not hurt. There's a little bit of... I'm worried about that Netflix account. No, but there's a little bit of... 
you're asking me to take a pay cut? But you're going to play with your son. I think he would make that sacrifice to play with his son. I think, yes. he, should, I think he should play for the minimum. $1.3 million. Well, I don't know if you want to pitch $2.6 million, whatever the hell. I don't even know what the number is. That, LeBron might, that James, might be insulting. It's a historic contract. LeBron James will play for league minimum. Two-year deal with the Atlanta Hawks. We got the biggest games in order for SEC fans. That in less than five minutes. The college football voice of the South is going on campus. Presented by Subaru of Gwinnett on Satellite Boulevard in Duluth. Or shop online at SubaruofGwinnett.com. So we know that Georgia's McCole Hardman scored the game-winning touchdown on Sunday for the Chiefs. He becomes the fifth Georgia player to score a touchdown in the Super Bowl. Fran Tarkenton, Terrell Davis, Heinz Ward, and Sony Michelle hmm. are the others. I wonder how that ranks all time. I wonder, question. Yeah, it's five different guys who scored a touchdown. What is it we found out the other day about Alabama guys? They got a zero. Yep, they sure do. Uh, Nicole Harbin says it feels great. He was on the Today Show, and he did say, when I caught the pass, I blacked out for a second. He said, next thing I know, Patrick Mahomes. I see him running towards me saying, you're a champion. I thought, okay, what? Oh, Okay. Where'd the football go? But then I started celebrating. Where'd the football go? That's a good question. Do you have to give that football to the Hunt family or if you're me, Cole? I don't even know if he held on to it. Yeah. Like, I got You've asked a bunch of good questions this segment, and you know, you're Thank really you. making me think. Thank you. Does Nicole Hardman have the right to that ball if the organization says, no, we want to put it in the case? Um, I mean, I would ask for it, but if the Chiefs want to keep it, I mean. You make them cut a check? I need $79.99, Nicole. You can keep the football. Just the price of the ball. Yeah. <laughs> Retail. Um, LSU stole Blake Baker, the defensive coordinator from Missouri last month. And like we said yesterday, with the whole situation going on in Alabama with their offensive coordinator going to Seattle, Alabama could make a similar move with Kirby Moore. So we talk about the incestuousness what? of the SEC. And the SEC is now poaching from within. What a dosey do <laughs> That's what's going on right now. They're stealing from a school like Missouri. Well, this is the case of... Oh, she's at the dance, or he's at the dance. I'm going to leave my date here. I'm going home with him or her. We are now at that point now where it's out. It's it's like NIL. It's all out in the open. Hands are out left and right. The five most anticipated games of the new SEC in 2024, according to Saturday Down South. Number one is Georgia at Texas. No doubt. Number two is Texas at Texas A&M. Not even close. I agree. Number three is Georgia at Alabama. That Hold should on. be above the Texas state of Texas A&M. In, in the state of Texas, I don't want to tell you. You know, in the country of Texas, I get Texas, Texas A&M. But, but big picture, Texas, Georgia is much bigger. And I would also move Oklahoma at LSU up because if those two offenses are any indication, that could be a five-hour game. Had Jaden Daniels been there, I do think there would have been a little bit more juice to that. But, but, but Texas, Georgia wins in a landslide. And number five, I don't get this one, Florida at Texas. Texas, you would think, is just going to slaughter the Gators. The Gators have nothing. Nothing. That's number five? Yeah. We must need expansion. Let's get a few more teams in here. That's number five. Hey, by the way, somebody just said, have I watched Bronny play? I don't care if Bronny can play. It doesn't matter. It's not about him. Who cares? Michael, thank you. You said take him in the third round. There's no third round in the NBA. I take him him one overall. That's the whole point. Do you understand a pick and a five? You have no idea of the guy you pick. Not Bronny James. The guy who's the allegedly fifth best player, you have care. no idea if he can play. I don't care if he never plays. I don't care if he's Kobe Bufkin, what he does for the Hawks right now. That's not the point. No, it's not even close. The to point that. is getting LeBron for two years. Yeah. Oh, if you need me to say, oh, I think Bronny could be coached up. I think he could be serviceable. 
I'm not even going anywhere. That's like that. years ago in his prime saying, I'll sign Ozzy Canseco if I can get Jose Canseco. Have you seen Ozzy Canseco? No, and I don't care. Do you know this goes on in college? I'll give you a scholarship, and I'll give your cousin Jimmy a scholarship. I just need you, and then cousin Jimmy gets to come. I don't want to say that's. I don't want to say that out loud if LeBron's here. Hey, you don't again want to insult him, but yeah, that's yeah. that's the whole point. I think he's going to be a hell of a player, LeBron. That's the whole point of this exercise. It's about LeBron. It has for nothing, two years. It has nothing to do with Bronny. Nothing. And all it costs you is money. He's a free agent. Trey Young and LeBron James and Dejounte Murray on the floor at the same time. They're going to have to build another layer. Onto State Farm. And again, I don't know what it's going to mean, but I know what it means right now, and it doesn't mean anything when you talk about the Hawks. I could sell 30000 and put it in Mercedes-Benz if I had those guys playing. This town would lose their minds. Like in a good way. Look, you know how I feel about LeBron. I've called him a douche. I mean, I, I know what I've said about him. For two years and maybe changing up what it is we're in. Let's call it a general malaise. Well, you got the ball rolling, and it's time to shake out the cobwebs even further, BTG style. When we come back, what do you have to tease the folks with, Chris Domino? Uh, there's a defensive player who just says, here's what I think about losing. Jay Billis has got his top five college basketball venues. I thought maybe you'd be interested, and we're going to play. What's going on here? What new, is this? It's oh, there's a new one. Within a segment, what's going on here with Domino and Shalini? What is this? Beyond the Goatee is next. It's the fan, 680 and 93.7 FM. This morning in North Carolina, wheels are spinning. Determination is winning. A passion is now a thriving business, and it shows no signs of slowing down. How? The power of a conversation. Like the one Clint Spiegel had with First Horizon Bank about starting a bike wheel manufacturing facility in Asheville. Now it's not just talk, it's rubber meets road. First Horizon Bank, let's find a way. Go to firsthorizon.com slash Clint. First Horizon Bank, member FDIC. The fan is ready for brave season. Are you? 3-1 smoked high in the air, deep center field, and heading for the horizon. A home run by Olsen. We're streaming every game of the Braves 2024 season free on the 680 The Fan app. So make sure you download it now and don't miss a pitch of the Braves this season. Platform question of the day: Who's your favorite large character, real or fiction? Uh-huh. A meatloaf for a while was real big. Oh yeah. And then he got smaller. Well, that was his big. I hate to say it, it was almost his hook. Look at long hair and sweat. Ooh. I saw him live once. I wasn't sure if he was going to make it. I'm not kidding. Like this is in his physical, musical prime. I, I was a little bit nervous. So at the time, he wore, like, the tuxedo shirt, yeah. the suspenders. It's, well, I don't know. If and then I, he had, the, like, the kerchief of some sort yeah, that he was oh, running yeah, around yeah, stage yeah. with because well, he was, as you said, sweating profusely. Yeah, that when wasn't. that size, that tends to happen. That wasn't for show. He went through a bucket of those things. Like, at the end of the night, there were a bucket of them. Mm-hmm. Now, I think he saw the Elvis thing a little bit. Oh, I'm going to wipe it off and give it to the crowd. I, I'm not re- very appealing to me. I wasn't sure. And I'm telling you, this is the bad out of hell tour. That he was going to make it during the show. I don't know what was going on. 
Very nice man. We had a chance yeah. to meet oh, yeah, him. Yeah, yeah. What was it, the All-Star Cafe? Yeah, big softball player. Um, he, he was, uh, I don't know what the hell we were doing there, but there were a lot of celebrities sure there, was. and we had a chance to talk to Meatloaf, and that's when we've told the story before. Our young Matt Chernoff was blitzed, and he was going over one of the lyrics to one of the songs, yeah. and Meatloaf said, this is the lyric, and he went, oh, no, that's not it. Yeah. And he was very nice about it. Yeah, said, he was. I wrote the song, and yes, well, that, that was the lyric. Now, when you say big in softball, all I'm telling you is, like, his road crew had a team, and they, they wanted to play on the road, and I think they did some charity stuff. I think his daughter, I don't even know if I'm right about this, I think his daughter was, like, a, like a fairly really good softball player in her teens. I don't, I don't know if she's made a living out of it. I don't, I don't know what happened to her. But interesting that it is Fat Tuesday and we played Meatloaf. I think you uh, you see the tie-in. And uh, with the Fat Tuesday being celebrated all over right now, the idea is not to search for the baby and the cake, but you're cutting up the cake and you're eating the cake. And if you're lucky to get the baby uh-huh. in your piece of cake, then that brings you luck, correct? Yes. I you can't break up the cake and grab the baby out of the cake. No, I don't think you're allowed to like start looking at all the slices and go, oh, there's his foot or her foot. I don't know. Um, I'm going to get that one, and I'm going to be the winner. Do you think anybody's ever choked? Yeah, I'm sure. Like, honestly, cho- I've always thought sure they're going to they make have. the baby a little bit bigger. So once you go, mm, like, I, I don't think it's very safe. But I think if you know that you may bite into a little baby in a cake, then maybe you shouldn't choke. You need to be prepared. It's not like it's a surprise. Do you think there's a Wikipedia page that explains why a baby in a cake actually has any significance? Because yes, I don't no know qu- the story. There's no question. Okay. I don't no, know the story. There's no question if we look, the answers will be there. The Hawks chose some way to honor Trey Young last night. We'll get to that story in about 15, 20 minutes or so, give or take a few minutes from now. Domino's mind is a vast wasteland of stuff. This has wildly exceeded my expectations of stupidity. It's time to go beyond the goatee. Presented by Pella Windows and Doors of Georgia. Visit PellaGA.com for 10% off your entire project. No payments, no interest for 12 months. PellaGA.com. All right, how much money do you think was legally bet in Las Vegas on the Super Bowl? $185 million. Well, you saw the number. That's not fair. Do you know how much money I they made? I it on out that? there, man. I got it right? No. <laughs> well, you would have said higher. I would have said higher. Uh, me too. Like $7 million, Is that right? Yeah. Six, $6.8 million yeah. supposedly in the... In the black, as they like to say, where they made $6.8 million. It almost doesn't seem worth it. My question was going to be to Arthur Blank, and I think I told you. My hand was raised, but I was doing it wrong. Mm-hmm. I wanted to ask Arthur Blank, if 10 years ago I would have told you the Super Bowl is going to be in Las Vegas, what would you say? And my second part, somebody steal it if you get a hold of Arthur Blank. What do you think about the idea of sports books in the state of Georgia? Have you spoken publicly about sports books, legalized sports betting in the state of Georgia? I have no idea. Maybe he has. But I don't know if he's actually said anything about it. You would think Arthur Blank might pull weight, right, as we go to these yes. who's voting on it, who's not. All right. I don't know how he feels. I would like to have known what he would have thought 10 years ago about the Super Bowl being in Las Vegas. All right. When you hear this, what do you think? You know what this is? I don't. It's a very... Drawing a blank. Yeah. So I think that this this is part of the Harry Potter thing. Oh, well, I that's think you've heard the beginning. It. Yeah. Yeah. We did a little deep dive. It's a deep. My, my kid had like a two week uh, Harry, Harry Potter, Potter um, infatuation. Yeah. Well, no. Legos. Uh, Harry Potter Legos. Yeah. And he watched like one and a half of the movies, uh, and then it went away quickly. Yeah. That's not much of an interest because yeah, I think I was like a grown seven man movies. watching it. Then yeah, that would that wouldn't be right either. 
But you can appreciate the idea of seven books. Like a guy we used to work with. Yeah, yeah. Big Harry Potter. I, listen, I know a lot about Harry Potter. I wouldn't Very call strange myself bird. a bird. Very strange bird. So do you know what's happening, though? Warner Brothers TV. I believe that's... Is that the Max? Maybe it's the Max. Warner Brothers TV. They're going to do a series on a Harry Potter books. One season per book. Seven books, ten years. They're going to do like the movies did. They're going to watch these actors grow up. It will be the most money they've ever spent on one thing, even though it's seven years, mm-hmm. ever. How do you think the players, when we go to spring training next week, would react if you walked around and said, Hey, how you doing? Just found out I'm a half-blood prince. Just found out. Well, I'll get a better one for you. Just found out. What if we bring the uh, sorting hat and we ask players, Here, put this on and... We'll find out what house you'd be in. Do you even know what that means? I have no idea what you're talking It's about. the sorting hat. They're going to go multiple episodes for every book. Put one on Walt Weiss. How excited, do you think, how, how excited do you think Harry Potter fans are? Because I just started to read about this. Oh, how they're losing their mind. Yeah, but you know what they're also worried about? Screwing this thing up. Don't you screw this up. Right. They're getting very upset before they've seen anything. All right, Nick Bosa at the end of the game. How does this sound to you as a guy who now has to deal with losing? That was speechless. Couldn't really look anybody in the eye, especially all my teammates. Um, I could have done more. Everybody could have done more, and there's really not much to say at this point. It's going to hurt. It's going to hit in waves, and uh, but that's life. Is he stoned? I'm sorry, this is how the Bosa speak. They are strange Strange birds. I think, I think I've listened to and seen guys do fake, you know. Again, I think Brian Finneran said this morning what I said yesterday with Kyle Shanahan walking around the Falcons post-losing party like he didn't have a care in the world because he had the San Francisco job in his back pocket. That stinks. That sounds like what real emotion is. Like, I think if you ask Nick Bosa today, how you feeling? Still not good, He pressured man. Patrick Mahomes ten All times day. by himself. I know. By himself. And then he said, I couldn't look anybody in the eye. I didn't do enough. There's part of me that wants that guy and part of me that also says, well, well he, he could lose it all in a minute. This listen, guy, he might go crazy. Like I said, watch the Bosa's play over go there. Go ahead. When the Bosa's want to play, boy, they can play. And you saw that on Sunday. There are times where it, it looks like playing football as they're on the field is the furthest thing from their mind. You don't know. They are like a box of chocolates. You never know what you're going to get. Right. You know they're also making a new Karate Kid movie? They're going to bring back Machio. Thank God he's going to get another payday because of that series. And they're bringing back Jackie Chan. They just cast. Are they going to fight each other? Kid. No, no, no. They're, I think they're in, they're on the same Rival team. dojos? No, no, no. I think they're on the same team. Jackie Chan and Ralph Machio will reprise, I believe is the word, gotcha. their iconic roles is what I read. What do you think about that? Another Harry Potter movie. Um, another Harry Potter movie. Another Karate Kid movie. Yeah. Um, I, I, don't really, kid, I, I don't really feel much about either one of them. Yeah. I, I'm but, not really sure I want to see another Karate Kid movie. I think Cobra Kai, the, uh, the series, is yeah. good enough for me. Okay. All right. Thank you for your question. Because think about that. A series that... Less people watch than we even know. Mm-hmm. Less people watch that. They're now going to actually go and film another movie. They want to establish, because what is it we say? Being original, not the best thing in Hollywood right now. That's what the one that brung it. Jay Billis, favorite five college basketball venues. In my experience, I'd probably say number five would be Assembly Hall at Indiana, where that place is, is loaded for a big game. It's been a while. Number four, I would probably say the Breslin Center, Michigan State. Number three, I would say, is Rupp Arena uh, at Kentucky. And then two and one for me would be a tie. Uh, Cameron Indoor Stadium at Duke. And then Allen Fieldhouse uh, at Kansas.
All right. I was just kind of curious. Michigan, uh, Indiana hasn't had a lot of big games in a number of years now. He's talking about when the Raptors going at it, the state of Indiana. Used to be fun, yeah, when Bobby oh, Knight yeah. was there. Yeah. He, I mean, him and Ohio State, they had a huge rivalry when I was a kid because he went to Ohio State, won a national championship. He was the sixth man on that yeah. Ohio State team, and he took it really, really personally. They wouldn't give him the job, so he, he made it a point to, uh, you know, take shots at Ohio State whenever he could. Are you a little bit surprised Billis didn't put Duke number one? Was it too obvious that he yeah, couldn't? probably. So you do the Allen Fieldhouse thing? Probably. I don't want to sound like I just went to Duke and this is easy. He gave him a tie. Hmm. Is that really one and two? No, it's not. No, I don't think so either. I don't think you follow the rules of the game. No, it's unacceptable. That's like Mount Rushmore having five heads on. Or three heads on. Yeah, there's no, no tie. The game. I agree with you. There's no tie. Play the game right or don't play the game, Bills. Hey, uh... Why is there not? This is going to be my question of the day tomorrow, but I'm going to ask it now. World Cup. Big event. Everybody tells me, oh, it might be more. Talking about soccer? Yeah, yeah, soccer. World Cup. Why don't they have a halftime show? Wouldn't you think it would be more set up for international? Do you know the guy who produced? Like for the championship game? World Cup championship. Yeah. Why is there not a halftime show? New Jersey Stadium, as it's going to be called. Wherever it's been for the last whatever years. How have they not stolen the NFL idea of doing a, a halftime show? you got to extend halftime. Has you know, Shakira come out? You know the guy? Yes. International stars. Yeah. We might not know him, but it, I would imagine him play good. Do you know the guy who produced it? It's only usually 13 minutes. You know what he got? 15. He went to them and said, listen, just turn your back. I know it's normally 13. Turn your back. Usher needs 15. They gave him 15 minutes. The guy's found two minutes. All right. Sometimes you just need to say no. Jameis Winston is doing a live YouTube podcast. He's sitting with a guy. And the guy says, let's play a game. I'd like you to pretend you're on the phone, and I'll do the same. Hello. Hey, Jameis, it's Arthur Smith here. Hey, hey, Coach. How you doing? Now, I just want to let you know that I uh, got fired 30 minutes after that play call. Coach, you are an incredible coach. I want to apologize to you. My intent was not to get you fired. Oh, Jameis, that's completely fine. I appreciate that. Still love you. I'm just hanging out with all the other fired coaches right now. Do you just say no at that point if somebody says, I want you to pretend you're talking to Arthur Smith on the phone? I know he's right in front of you, the guy that's asking mm-hmm. you to do it. Don't you? Because then he, then he talked to Jimbo. Oh, he made him keep playing the game? Yeah. And then James said, I kind of like it. Don't you say no? I don't want to talk to Arthur Smith. Like, even pretend Arthur Smith. I don't want to do that. We're sort of all in this together. So what, I guess they won a national title together What's well, the at Jimbo Florida State, thing. but he's a fired coach, so yeah, I can yeah. talk to you on the phone? I don't know. The Arthur Smith thing, he basically said, 30 minutes after the New Orleans game, I got fired. What do you think about that? Jameis is apologizing for that. Just saying What's no my intent? It was my Just intent to no. get my running back his first touchdown of the year. This might be the best way I've ever heard to put the Beatles. The Why oh. fake the victory formation? Now you've aggravated me. I got fired. So you're sorry to me. I, you're sorry. You're the one that's sorry. I got fired 30 minutes later. Here's what I would say. If you say want to play I, the game, then turn it on Jameis. Become angry, Arthur Smith. I do not accept your apology. I do not. Here's what I would say if I'm Jameis. Hold on. You want me to pretend my fingers? I'm on the phone. Are you going to put me on the phone with Arthur Smith? I'm not going to do that. That's what I would have said. Uh, I think he got caught up in a moment. This might be the greatest way to actually sum up the Beatles' career. You are not going to believe how old the Beatles were in their very last photo. Ringo was 29. John was 28. Paul was 27. And George was only 26 years old. So at the end of their Beatles' career, they were not even 30 years old. They had recorded over 200 songs, had 20 number one singles, and sold 300 million records before 1969. Wow. Absurd. I never it's thought completely of it that absurd. way. I never thought of it that way. 
Adam was asking me, you know, 64 to 69. I said, yeah, like the Beatles in, in America is 64. The yeah. Beatles is 62, 63. Yeah, but they were done by 69. A lot of B came out in 70, but they were done making music by 69. The guy who took the picture was interviewed. It's McCartney got his arms folded. He said, look, I was just asking him. He said, George Harrison was pissy, and Paul tried to rally him around. And even Paul at the end said, just take the picture. It's the last picture they're ever in. They're all under 30. Yeah. I never thought of it that way. That's their career. They're done at 30. What do we say now? Tom Brady's playing quarterback at 40-whatever. And all these people, you're rolling out. How old is Usher? 45 years old, man. Yeah, I got crap going on. They they were kids. How old is Usher? Looks great, but how old is he? The other side of 30. Yeah, damn right he is. I think he's got four or five kids, too. Does he get married? Why do I have to walk across this pavement to the jean shirt? It's hot. That's not how Usher sounds. That's a terrible Usher. I know. I got to work on that. Usher's 45? Damn. I think George, he just got married. We've got to walk across the crosswalk. I don't want to do it, Paul. That's yeah. not even the last picture. Harrison was so done. So done. Well, he left for a little bit. Yeah. And he came back. See you around the clubs. If I was going to tell you that uh, Brit on Brick Crown, Brit on Brick Crown, that's your clue. Who did Rod Stewart say? I'll never remember that guy's song somewhere down the road. He's meaningless in that regard. Hmm. What do you think he said that about? Uh, like they were asking him about songwriters. He actually said, I don't know one of his songs, and he's not going to carry any weight somewhere down the road. That's a, that's a on brick crime. He's 79 years old. He, he did say this, by the way. Do you want to know who he said yes. it about? He said Ed Sheeran is... Fellow with the red hair. I'm going to pay you no mind. You put him on the pay you no mind list. Why'd he do that? He was trying to think of another writer who he liked. Me and my friends. Performer. And the guy said, Oh, do you mean Ed Sheeran? And Rod Stewart goes, Ed Sheeran. He just turned I don't know any of his songs. And none of his stuff is memorable. Damn. Who's worth more? Ed Sheeran or Rod Stewart? Because uh, here's what I would do if I'm Ed Sheeran. Shut up, Ed Sheeran. Yeah. Shut up, shoulder pad guy. Oh, I know you play the football. I don't know, man. If I'm, if you're Ed Sheeran, do you come back at Rod Stewart? Nah, I mean, I don't think so either. That's a no-win situation, right? It's like beating up an old man. It's like fighting Rod Stewart. I mean, you can't win, even if you win. Why did he do that? I don't know. That has come well, up. He's very uh, cantankerous. He was on with Letterman one time, and Letterman, they had to cut it all out. Oh, really? Um, he called him an old weatherman. Like, oh, you know, my Letterman goodness. got his career started by yeah. doing the weather. I mean, he's a, he's a moody. Just so you know, Rod very Stewart fella. still has Ed Sheeran in the uh, net worth category. Does he really? Oh, yeah. Ed, according wow. to quick Breaking Google, news. What have we got? 200 million for Ed Sheeran. Rod Stewart's worth 300 million. Breaking news. Put that in your pipe and smoke it. <laughs> Maybe those are the football investments. By the way, what did Rod Stewart write? I mean, the Rod Stewart songs that he wrote. Maggie he wrote May. Yeah, he wrote Maggie May. Yeah. I know that. But did he have help? That's that's my favorite did song. Did he have help? I, I agree with that. Did he have help? Um, yeah, I'm sure he did. Yeah. I don't know what else Rod Stewart wrote. If I'm at Sharon, I go, you see this album? I wrote it all. See that album? I wrote it all. See when I get... You ever see me in a banana hammock? Hmm. Can't do that, Ed Sheeran. When I am in front of 80,000 people, you know what I'm doing? Songs that I wrote. How about you, old man? All your classics and ballads. Didn't he go through that phase? Yeah. I saw him during one of those tours. My sister loves Rod Stewart. I saw Rod Stewart do a, what was it called, American Classics? Yes. We saw him do that tour. Look out in his little bit of those suits. He didn't write any of those. Skinny toy. Oh, and then, of course, people have the inflatable soccer balls that they throw up on stage, and he kicks them around. I don't know. Come on to you, old man. Riding around on a flatbed truck with some little kid that's not even yours. 
Yeah, listen, that Forever Young video is very disturbing. But they needed a video. I know, but that's still. It's the MTV age. Are we uh, allowed to touch kids? No, it's very weird, that video. This AI. It could I'm not getting, be made today. Getting tired of this AI. All right, we're going to play a game. What is this? It's a new game. What? It's not pop quiz. The game is now officially, what is this? This is uh, Dire Straits. Uh, please. It wasn't named that tune. I would have called it named that tune. <laughs> what is this? Listen. It still sounds like money for nothing. Yeah. All right, get over it for a second. What is this? Song. The guy playing drums? You know why oh, it was no, a little no. bit louder? You know why it was a little bit louder? Why is that? That's a guy playing the drums with one arm. He doesn't have one arm. He's just playing with one arm. And... He's got his hooded sweatshirt pulled over his head. He can't see the drum kit. One arm. So he's playing along to money for nothing. Yeah. But he's doing it with one arm, basically blindfolded as he's got his hoodie over his head. Why is he doing that? I don't know. I was just fascinated. I was like, he's got two. He's doing it with one. And then he blindfolded himself. So you're wrong. You didn't get it right. I'm, the answer barely, I, been, I'm very wrong. The answer would have been a one-armed drummer playing Money for I'll Nothing. I'll work harder the next time. A one-armed oh. blindfolded drummer playing Money for Nothing. I also got a video. I didn't I didn't pull it. There's. I don't want to get anybody on the other side of the glass madder at me than they seem to be right now. There was a guy playing guitar. I don't know who he is. I don't know if he's a trickster. He started to do things where he would label things. This looks easy, but it's hard. This is hard, but it's easy. This is hard, and it's hard. The guy mesmerized me. He's like a tiktok or a social media, 200 million hits on his... Have you ever seen anybody that's so good at what they do, and you don't know who they are, and you go, how is this guy not more famous? Um, yeah, as you scroll through... Uh, Singers. ...short videos yeah. that they post on YouTube and Instagram. Yeah. Best guitar player I've ever seen. Now, I know he's not. I think there might have been some tricks involved. But what does a guy like that do when he goes to bed at night saying, nobody knows me. Look what I could do. Think it bothers him? No, I think you're happy just uh, getting all those views. If you post it, there's an outlet. Does that pay? Uh, Yeah, I think it does. You become an influencer, Chris, I believe is what they they call them. I'll show you. I'll sing you the hook of this guy playing guitar. Please do. Even you as a music snob. I'm curious what you say. Speaking of music, just announced and returning to Ameris Bank Amphitheater on August the 3rd and joining us tomorrow on this program, it's Party Gras, all killer, no filler, Brett Michaels going to be coming back to town like i said he'll join us tomorrow chris jansen don felder and special guest d snyder it's all happening and the tickets go on sale friday at 10 a.m giving away a pair all week long let's give away a pair right now to caller number two i'll take it 404-231-168 seems a little lazy on your part but okay can we get brett to have d snyder come out so you can bring up that vfw hall story when he started going off on people that were talking? I don't know. If it was a, I'm trying to think it was a VFW hall. It was whatever the equivalent of a VFW hall is. Like, uh, I, it was almost a bar, kind of a bar, had kegs. Very early in the, uh, I don't even know how early. When Steve Snyder Twi- and uh, Twisted Sister also make a cameo in Pee Wee's Big Adventure. As he's on the uh, the Paramount lot. That's, that's correct. They're filming a video for, you're going to burn in hell. Did they actually record that song? Yeah. Yeah. 
There's a song you're going to burn in hell. Yeah. Well, I thought if that was a make find, No, if you could find it, Matt Lear, there is a song. I remember that. My twisted sister it. called, you're going to burn in hell. And that's the video they were doing, riding in that convertible. <laughs> he rides through the scene. <laughs> I thought that was a make-believe song. Man, I wanted that bike so bad. As that a kid. movie still holds up. Still holds up. Did they do a two and a three? They did Big Top Pee Wee. I don't know if they did a third. Okay. Big Top Pee Wee wasn't. I mean, well, you, you went back to the you well. Can't, you can't recreate. Yeah, that, that's, a, that's a one-off. Pee-wee's Big Adventure is sort of like Blair Witch Project. No, seriously. Like, I'm in on the joke now. I don't know if you can make another movie. I just think it's sort of over movie-wise at that point. Francis was the, uh, speaking of it being Fat Tuesday, was the oh. bigger kid in Teen Wolf. And then he went on to play John Wayne Gacy. That's true. And that was no laughing matter. I'm a little bit surprised you didn't ask for a bad Santa clip with that kid. Because I thought he, I think you think that's the funniest Kid performance ever. Yeah, hands down. And by the way, like, because it's so funny, it might be the best performance ever. When he cuts his hand because he was carving a wooden pickle, and then he pours the whiskey. I'll tell you what doesn't hold the up. cut. Ah, I start screaming. I'll tell you what doesn't hold up. Um, Napoleon Dynamite. Really? Yeah, it doesn't hold up. Well, that's one of those. I like it. I enjoy it. But it doesn't hold up. Like, the Uncle Rico stuff just isn't as funny, and the brother stuff just isn't, you know, it's just... The Tupperware thing, it's just not as funny. still funny when he runs over the Tupperware. Yeah. Kip, and he drives off. Dang it. Tupperware shatters. I don't think, I don't think it really holds up. That movie make money? That had to be filmed yes, for because it cost nothing. What, what did it... Do you think the budget was $6 million on uh, that movie? I, I don't think the budget was $6 million. I doubt it was even that. Okay. Did they do it too? I don't think they no, did. How did no. they not do it too? I I, I like don't you think I would have grabbed the money. Yeah, I don't think the powers that be wanted to do it too. I think that's why the would way you not? Works. If your return know. on investment is what it is, and what, where's that hater fellow right now? What's he doing? Um, you know, I I don't know. I don't know. I don't have an answer for that. What I do know is Patrick Mahomes has 41 postseason touchdown passes. That's more than Peyton Manning. And now, how many less games? Uh, a lot less. Yeah, I and think it's eight less games. He's also 15 and three. In playoff games, so you're talking about a guy. He's he's a Hall of Famer right now. Oh Andy Reid, a Hall of Famer, and who no knows doubt. how much longer Patrick Mahomes is going to do this? Nothing is a given. We understand that, but it's just as you uncover layer after layer of Patrick Mahomes and what he has done. And Herm Edwards, in case you missed the interview, I'm sure it's up at uh, the website, the fan app as well, where you can catch up on any shows or interviews that you may have missed. He said, "Look, you." Patrick Mahomes is always going to keep you in a game, and they had to change their offense this year. Well, this was the and they were smart enough to change the offense. But this was the to. we'll regroup this off season. There was a moment this season. Now I'm not going to tell you they would have said this in public, but there was a moment when the football world thought, okay, good. You, you want to know how good Patrick Mahomes is? People don't like him. Now. And here's what I don't understand: there were either. there were people who were rooting against him at yes. least. Um, people go, well, Julio Jones, he got doubled here. I don't want to go back to that story, but you don't think Travis Kelsey was getting doubled? He made adjustments, and they made adjustments in the second half of that game. I That's agree. what you do when you're a championship-caliber team. I think it was Boomer Esiason, and I hope I'm not giving credit to the wrong guy. He said, I just, I was fascinated over the last couple of weeks. I started to look at, at Travis Kelsey, just looking at Travis Kelsey. He goes, I don't know what he's doing. I don't think he's running routes half the time. But the quarterback-receiver connection is so good, it's not good. It's great. Chris, that last route that he ran for the 22-yard game, he, he, that, that was a route. That was outstanding what he did. 
outstanding. Say what you want about his mental capacity. He knew how to run that route, that's for sure. Right before that play, Romo did the squiggly line where he thought he was going to break it out. And what did he do? He got in front of a defender, in front of him, bodied him like basketball. Yep. And Patrick Mahomes knew exactly where he needed to throw that to get more yards. That's two guys who were absolutely on the same page. It's the most you could wish for. Is your quarterback has a guy or two on his team that you go, yeah, at the end of the day, he'll have nine catches. And you hope they're one gonna, day. They're going to want to stop him, but he's going to have nine catches. You today. just hope one day that happens in oh. a city like Atlanta for football. We've seen it with the Braves yeah, here yeah. and there. We talk oh, it's about, a different vibe. You're talking about now they're going for a three-peat, which has never been done before in the history of the NFL. And do you know who's going to make money if they win and achieve the three-peat? And it's on T-shirts and the yeah. slogan is being Pat used? Riley. Pat Riley. Yeah, he's got it. Supposedly, he's got it. He patented the three-peat phrase. I think he did a few others, too. Didn't he go a little bit crazy? He, and he just may started have, grabbing but if you thing. use three-peat, you have to pay Pat Riley. Now, the word is when others have done it, he's donated the money to charity. Oh, that's nice. So, but okay. it's his okay. phrase. So I'm going to bring up something else, and it has to do with Kirby Smart. I know we did the – did we do on campus already? Uh, we did, but okay. you can bring up college football anytime did, you like. Did, We're in the South. Did you hear Kirby Smart's name? Uh, rolling around the Twitter world yesterday? I did not. Oh. Use that as a tease. Okay. You'll find out the how and why of that and another major hiccup for the Hawks last night. Those two stories guaranteed. We'll cover them when we come back. Domino Cellini, The Fan, 680 and 93.7 FM. Tonight in Arkansas, there's a mother tucking in her daughter and turning off the light. A business owner is burning the midnight oil. An at-home dinner date is plating up possibility. And it's all happening under one roof. How? The power of a conversation, like the one John from Integrity Solutions had with First Horizon Bank about his vision for a sustainable mixed-use building. Now it's not just words, it's life. First Horizon Bank, let's find a way. Go to firsthorizon.com slash John. First Horizon Bank, member FDIC. So Robert, I want to thank you for your time. I just don't think you're the right person for this position. I don't understand. Was it something I said? Well, we did a background check on you and found some things of concern. If you're in charge of hiring for your company, you know how helpful a background screening can be. That's why companies that use Horizon Background Screening make smarter hiring decisions. Don't let the wrong hire put your company at risk. Get the real story on your candidates at horizonscreening.com. Horizonscreening.com. Tell them Large Marge sent you. <laughs> you're gonna burn in
in terms of right now, if I ask you as an Atlanta sports fan, you you don't have to like LeBron. Look, I found LeBron with his books. You're you're staging. It's almost like going to headshots. And I saying, love the Godfather. What's your favorite line? Oh, it's too many. Can't really choose one. Yeah. You don't know any. Yeah, he's never seen the movie. But you have to ask another person to take a picture of you allegedly reading a book. I just want you to think of all you have to go through for that. That's insane to me. My question is, he can opt out and be a free agent. Would you, if you're the Atlanta Hawks, draft Bronny? Because the story seems to be, if you draft Bronny, here comes LeBron. I'm getting what have you got to lose as much as anything else. That's my answer. Don't give me LeBron James, the ticket seller. Don't give me the LeBron James. Obviously, he could still play. Right. So would you want him here for two years and all you have to do is say Bronny James? Yes. 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 How close? Him? Oh, my God. Now I'm going to ask Tony Wrestler. You're going to have to come out of pocket. Trey Young, DeJounte Murray, LeBron James. Is that title winning? Possibility. Yes. I Why kinda, not? I kind of think so, too. You want, a title just with, me fired up. you want a title with Kyrie Irving and Tristan Thompson. Do they? Kevin Love. Yeah. Do they, what's the tampering? Like, if I got Trey Young on the phone right now and say, hey, Trey, listen. Whatever it is with you and DeJounte, make up. You trying to be fine? But I'm going to bring LeBron in. Oh, and Bronny, too. Oh, Bronny, too. Don't you think guys would make up and go, okay. Yeah, it's a two-year experiment. Right. Or do you want to stay, you know, where you are right now? Or, or trade Trey Young, which is the other thing you're hearing. We're going to build around DeJounte Murray. And what is that going to get me? Good player. What's it going to get me? Uh, what it got you last night. They allowed 68 first-half oh, points. No. The Chicago Bulls posted a season-high 136 points. It was big to get this one. In beating the Hawks 136 to 120. Does, does he think they... The Bulls have been averaging 111 and a half yeah. per game. That, throw those numbers so out. So that's how bad they are defensively. You want to stay this team? Go ahead. I'm not saying it's going to work with LeBron, but based on what we have seen this year, going back to last year when you fired another coach, what do you have to lose? I asked when he went to Miami, why couldn't we have done that here? Now, again, it's not Miami, but it is Atlanta. Now, if you want to live in Miami and, and party in Miami, we don't have that. We're a little bit close. We're Atlanta. This isn't a pipe dream. This isn't asking him to come here as a free agent to rescue you. This is not asking for a trade. I'm getting a four. Is he going to be 40 next year? Uh, yeah, that sounds right. But, still, but so what? He could still play. For two years. I, I want reaction. Like, I, there are hell no's. Oh, hell no. Then okay, okay uh, be, be satisfied with where you are right now. Be an also-ran. What? I don't even know the numbers. I'm going to ask him to take a pay cut. He did it in Miami. Hey, you got to play with Bronny. You don't understand. And we you, love Bronny. You got to get a pitch in that. Why, we why see would you, so much in Bronny. Why would you say no? You've got, if you're the Hawks or you're a Hawks fan. It's money. You've got nothing to lose. Please. Nothing. Please, I, I told a gentleman, he said, Bronny isn't even the best player on his college team. Who and cares? I said, and I said, sir, that is so not the point. And in parentheses, and you're absolutely right. Yeah, who cares? That it's is not, not the question. It's about getting his father. That's all that matters. Real quick, this uh, whole thing with Kirby Smart that you teased. You need to pay off on the Did you not see tease. what was going on yesterday? I don't know who it was, but it became a thing. Andy Reid's going to retire, and they're going to throw everything at Kirby to come be the head coach in Kansas City. I'll say what I said about Where the Falcons. Where did this start? It only takes one person. Andy Reid might retire. It's a good team, good situation. 
college life is much more difficult than the NFL coaching life. We all know that to be true. When I said that two years ago, people were like, oh, NIL's gotten chaotic enough, where the NFL life is much easier, much easier than the college life. So if you're Kirby Smart, I'm going to get Patrick Mahomes at 28 years old. I'm not telling you I want to go, but if I'm ever, if I'm ever going to go to the NFL, has anything ever been set up better for a coach to come into a situation? Well, Andy Reid's not retiring, so you don't have to worry about that. What if he changes his mind? He goes to the parade tomorrow. He now gets home tomorrow do, night. You got those two people that send me emails. Yeah. Every time you bring something like Who this Who would up. you call first? I get yelled at. Who would you call first? I Mike Vrabel? I'm calling Kirby Smart. You would talk to everybody you could talk to. I'm not to. talking to anybody. I'm talking to Kirby Smart. Explain it again with those nuggies. Yeah. Would you bring in Mike Vrabel with the nuggies? No. Because he used to play for the Chiefs. No. Even though he's large and he scares people so he can't get a job. That was a real thing, by the way. Then it had to be, listen, Diana Rossini, good for her. She seems to have built a nice niche yeah, once well, she's left ESPN. There's a lot of nonsense going on. She corrected there. herself on that. She yeah, said, uh, gee, in, thanks. In, in retrospect, that doesn't make sense. Because Mike Vrabel is a big guy, but I don't know if you've noticed, Dan Campbell's bigger. Well, Mike Vrabel can't get hired well a big guy in Detroit. He's too intimidating when he walks in a room. That's what was, that was a report. Well, let me just say that I have to. You could say whatever you want. You become click famous. Eventually, you're going to have to back off. I'm telling you what I would do. Adam Gillespie, I know you're mad at me right now. We're going to go to break. Uh Do you be honest? If Kirby Smart had an NFL itch, would there ever be anything set up better for him than going to the Kansas City Chiefs? Oh, that'd be a pretty good spot for him and, and any coach, really. I mean, you're in the, you're just taking over a dynasty. But, yeah, I would I would be worried about that if they tried to come after him. Because it seems like the only way, we don't know if he has an NFL itch or if he wants to, you know, five years from now. I've done everything in college. This college life, these handshakes of, I got to pay you before you even sign the letter of intent. But is there anything to argue that, and I know maybe I might put it in the cart in front of the horse here, but is he now the... Nick Saban of college football? Is. is he at the top of the mountain? Possibly. There? But the top of the mountain guy, or let's say Nick Saban was fourth. Let's say you knocked him down a fourth best. He just left. I'm telling you, this is a thing. Being a college head coach, great when it's great, and it stinks when it stinks. I don't know what you mean by that. I, I think any college coach looks at the NFL and sees the attraction of no, doubt. no transfer reporter, no, no 24-7, 365 I recruiting. I know what the contract is. I know what the contract That's why is. why guys are leaving. Some are going back, but for the most would part, you, guys want to leave now. Would you entertain it if you were Kirby Smart? Because it seems to me, I'm, Listen, not, you always I'm not asking for the Steelers. I'm not asking for, you know, give me a Seattle. You always take the meeting, because if nothing else, you're going to get more money. Yeah, you, you always you take mean, that meeting. You mean I get my homes? <laughs> would Travis Kelsey have bumped into Kirby like he did? Andy? Yeah, I think he would. Knocked him down? I think he would have. I think that guy just, listen, I'm not giving him the benefit of the doubt. I'm not, but I think there are guys who you used to say you see spots. Yeah. That's Travis Kelsey. He was seeing spots in that situation, but like we said, everybody can laugh about it now. I'm shocked you didn't see that yesterday. I I did not. That slipped through the cracks on me. And uh, one last thing to pay off on, uh, based on what we talked about earlier with the movie Napoleon Dynamite, cost what? 400000 to make, and it made 40 plus million. $47 million. And they never did a second one. I have no idea why. People are too busy counting their money. When we come back, what did the Falcons learn from Sunday night's game? We'll try to answer that question when we come back. It's Domino and Cellini, the Fan 680 and 93.7 FM. This morning in the Atlanta airport, no one's missing a meal on Mac Wilburn's watch. With 11 restaurants to serve passengers, he's got dining for every destination. 
and it all started when Mac talked with First Horizon Bank about opening a franchise in the airport. Now it's open for business and cleared for takeoff. First Horizon Bank, let's find a way. Go to firsthorizon.com slash Mac. First Horizon Bank, member FDIC. Hi, I'm Mark Beckham with Atlanta Ramjack. We specialize in only foundation repair. What is foundation repair? Foundations sink or settle. These issues need to be addressed. It only becomes more costly the longer you put it off. What is the biggest cause of foundation problem? Either poor construction, inferior site preparation, or weather. Drought causes cracks in your foundations. If you see any signs of foundation issues, please contact us at atlantaramjack.com. 